And welcome back to Meeting of the Minds. Today, I'm here with the great Ryan Shackner. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, man. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Great stuff. Happy to have you. So you do some interesting work helping athletes prepare themselves for life. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I'm an ex-college uh, athlete. I uh, you know, retired early because of injury and um, never really kind of got over it, right? I, I mean, I missed the um, the, the locker room mentality and, and the team aspect and, you know, the brotherhood and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, I began my career in financial planning and, um, you know, had been doing it for probably 20, a little over 20 years now, and just really stumbled upon an opportunity with an intern that I was talking to, um, a basketball player at a, you know, pretty big division one school who was just really sharp kid. And um, was asking him just basic knowledge on, you know, what, what do you know about finance? I mean, you're getting ready to graduate and enter the real world. And how are you going to handle that? And, and the blank stare on his face was, it just kind of shook me, right? Because here's this kid that has all these tools, you know, overcame a ton of adversity um, and has all these tools to be successful in life. And he doesn't know how he's going to handle any of that financially. And so I got on the phone with him and his coach and I was just talking to the coach about, Hey, you know, you know, you do all these recruiting visits and, and all this and, and your story. I mean, you have to really set yourself apart when you're, cause you're all, all these schools are going after the same kids. So how do you set yourself apart? And, um, and the coach, you know, he's going through, well, I'm promising that I'm going to, uh, educate your son. If he has, uh, you know, uh, if he tries hard, he'll have an opportunity to play and to start and, and we're going to take care of him. And I'm like, but what are you doing if they're not part of that 1% that actually make it pro and get the millions of dollars? How are they going to handle themselves financially? Well, like, what are you doing to help that? And he's, and his exact answer was, can you come in and teach that? And I was like, hey, absolutely. I, I got to figure out how I'm going to do it. And, um, and so we put together a program and we went in and started teaching his, uh, just his team, um, the basics of finance. And we did it in a way, you know, being a, being an ex-athlete, uh, sometimes hard-headed, if I'm not interested in a topic, I have a really good job. I do a really good job of blocking it out. Um, and so the goal was to be able to teach finance in a way that resonated uh, and speak in the language that athletes speak. And so they know how to do this. They know how to handle this. But let's make it interesting by referencing, um, you know, some of their heroes, what they're doing good, what they're doing bad, and then taking topics like what is credit, how to manage credit, budgeting, taxes, and, and translating that into um, you know, things that they already know about so that, that, so that it resonates and clicks with them. And then we give them a blueprint to, um, you know, to follow. And, um, and it, so it just kind of kept catching on and I was getting referred out to different coaches and different programs. And I just said, man, I got to write a book on this. And, um, and so when COVID hit, you know, we all had a little bit more downtime. And uh, I just started dictating uh, this book and, and um, it's, uh, it's getting ready to launch here probably in the next three or four weeks. And uh, just, just super excited. But 
really more excited about giving these guys, you know, a chance to not make the same mistakes or, or even just teach them lessons that they haven't been taught throughout the school system so that they can financially just, you know, they know what to do. They know the game now and they know how to play the game and they know how to win at the game. So important. And I mean, every, I, I think every school in the country needs this. Everyone should read your book. You could quote me on all of this also, because it's a big deal. I could tell you, we see this with our athletes all the time. And I remember back when I was competing, I wanted to own a business one day. And I remember reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and he talks about the, the importance of having a financial education, which is exactly what you're doing in the concrete and saying that just because you have money, whether it's making it as a pro athlete, having an inheritance, whatever it is, that doesn't mean you have a financial education. So money is not going to solve the problem if you don't understand about money. And that's exactly what you're doing. Absolutely. And, and really, you know, the first chapter I touch on just the advantage that athletes have and they've been in the workplace, right? So, you know, hopefully they go on and they, and they, you know, they become that small, small percent, the, you know, the Kobe Bryant's, the, the Tom Brady's who have this long career, multi-million dollar endorsement deals, contract. Hopefully that's them, right? And, and hopefully their dreams come true. But statistically, they're going to have to find uh, plan B at some point, whether it's, you know, the average three years in the NFL, and now they're, they're trying to figure out what to do. And, and they just have everything they've gone through from, from early on playing sports has taught them how to be successful in life and in business, whatever it is, they've had the, they've had the sacrifice, they've had to train extra, they've, they've learned to set goals, and uh, how to put a plan together to achieve these goals. And the majority of their competition, so the kids that were, you know, not playing sports and hanging out at the bars and, you know, the college experience, uh, a lot of these kids don't have that. And so the, the advantage that an athlete has to be able to take that skill set and translate it to whether it's owning a business or, you know, getting into sales or, um, you know, just working, whatever it is, uh, they have such an advantage because of how they were brought up and what sports has taught them. Um, and then, and then we have to figure out how to manage, you know, the money, how do we leverage this stuff properly so that we can win? Um, and we don't make, you know, silly mistakes that we've all made. I mean, listen, I've made the same mistakes. I, I had to learn the hard way because I wasn't taught any of this. And, um, and so to be able to come out of school with a game plan and a lesson on how to win and how to do this stuff right, it's just such an advantage. It's like knowing the opponent's playbook uh, before you go into the game. Right, uh, so important. And I think about it with psychology too. We're in a similar boat here because when I, a lot of athletes, they take psychology classes or a lot of students take a general psych class and they say, oh, you know, I didn't really like it. We learned about Freud and Watson and Skinner and all these things. And I'm like, yeah, well, this is what I could show you about psychology. We talk about building confidence, relaxing under pressure, social dynamics, um, the cognitive distortions, the common mental mistakes we all make. And they're like, wow, how come we don't learn about this? This is relevant to my entire life. I don't know why you don't learn about that, but that's what I think you should learn about. It seems like a similar thing. All the math classes people take and, and all the information that's pumped into our head, head math, mathematically, even business, we're not learning the concrete 
down to earth, you know, the 101 of how to manage our money. Why, why isn't this taught at school? I mean, great opportunity for you. But. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I wish it was taught in school. You know, we're starting to get hooked up with some high schools to, you know, start it even earlier, uh, some of this education. But you look at, you know, I think it was even earlier this year, uh, Reggie Bush, the old South Car uh, uh, Southern California running back, Heisman, national champion, comes out and, you know, says, I'm not hurting financially right now, but had I known some of this stuff, I'd be in a much different place than I am right now. And, and this guy's not hurting. I mean, he's, you know, I don't know what, how much money he's got, but, but he's doing better than a lot of people. Uh, but for him to say that even with all that support, all the top agents, I mean, all the top agents, all the top finance guys were coming after him to try and get his business. Even with all of that, had he known more about it, then he would have been able to avoid mistakes. So it's all about, you know, you got to own some of this stuff. And as much as we don't want to, and you're busy training and, and uh, you know, trying to get to the next level, if you at least have this foundational knowledge, you'll be able to spot red flags and things that, you know, that sounds too good to be true. Um, or I know this, this looks good, but I'm, I'm going to stick to the basics and I'm going to do it the right way. And um, so you'll be able to avoid a lot of the pitfalls that, you know, when, when myself and my team meet with people and we work with a number of, of athletes, but more ex-athletes that are just in the professional world and, um, and they've made these mistakes and they find out, you know, 20, 30 years uh, down the road that, man, I shouldn't have done that when I first graduated or that loan I took out. I really didn't manage that right. Had I managed it this way, I'd be a lot further ahead. And uh, and, but they can't go back and recapture that time. So the earlier you know a lot of this information, just it's, it's gonna set you light years ahead of, of where you would be. And it's gonna open up opportunities that you, know, you just didn't think were possible uh, when you went in you know, out of high school and into college because you're, you have done things the right way. I agree. I went to the University of Pennsylvania and Benjamin Franklin's statue is everywhere there. And, it, and he always said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And unfortunately, we're again, being in the same boat, one another, most people come to a mindset coach once they're struggling with something. A lot of people would go to a financial advisor maybe after, there's, after they made certain mistakes. And why not handle this proactively? You don't wait in, in a sports competition to get overpowered before you start strength training. You don't wait till you run out of gas in competition to start your conditioning, right? You're handling your technique, your strength, your conditioning ahead of time. It's almost laughable to think about you're going to wait until after there's a problem. So why not be proactive about it? Take the bull by the horns, especially, you know, like you said, you know, the future, you're going to be in these situations in life. You're going to be paying off loans, you're, you know, credit. You need to understand all of that. Absolutely. And that's what I love about the stuff that, that y'all do. I'm still stuck on, on that one page. There's uh, I forget, I think it's like page 53 of your book, right? Where it's, where it's talking about, you know, I love the aggressiveness, right? And just that mentality, you know, being the predator and being aggressive, because I think a lot of times we, you know, somebody says that and you take it the wrong way, right? You, you think aggressive, you're thinking, oh, maybe someone's taking advantage or something. No, it's about hey, what's next? How can I be prepared? And how can I jump on it and not let things happen to me? But let me take advantage of this stuff and, and, and go after it. And the more on, on your side that you plan for it, and the more on the finance side that you plan for it, 
um, you're going to be able to see opportunities before they happen. And man, then you'll be able to take advantage of it. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're speaking the same language here. That's That's great stuff. So talk about talk about your um your upbringings and then competing in college and how that brought you to this point. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I grew up in Milwaukee. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina right now, but Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh, my dad played college baseball, and so I was automatically I was going to play baseball. <laughs> and um, and luckily I was good. I had fun uh, fun at it. So I was a catcher, and uh, this was back like in the uh, like the steroid era. Right. But but nobody knew it was the steroid era at that point. And so I was the catcher that could hit 400, 450. But, you know, maybe now and then I'd eke out a double. Uh, but I wasn't a power guy, but I was able to call a good game. And, and um, you know, I didn't have a pitching coach or, or anything like that telling me what what signs to give the, the pitcher. And so that kind of put me on the map because mentally, I you know, they they could trust what I was going to do. And so I got some. Um, you know, some notice from the Atlanta Braves at the time who were going to the World Series and, and Phillies, those scouts were coming by and this was in high school. And, and I thought, man, I'm, I'm good, right? I'm, I'm going to be part of that 1%. And, um, and so towards my senior year, start, my shoulder started hurting a little bit, but I'm a power through it, right? Because I'm not going to let anybody know that I'm, that I'm hurt. So I went to a small Division II school. I had some pretty big Division I opportunities uh, but I wanted to play right away because in baseball, it was more uh, it, it, more guys get drafted out of Division two, II, Division three, because they've had time to develop than, you know, the big Division one guys. And um, and so uh, my end of my freshman year blew up my shoulder and uh, it was a complete reconstruction. And I, I was never we talk about the mental game. That's probably what took me out because I knew the level I was at prior to getting injured and what I could do physically and I couldn't do it anymore. Right. So there was that gap and I just couldn't, I couldn't function that way. Right. I couldn't function in that world. Cause I knew what I, what, I, you know, the past, you know, was haunting me with, I could have made that throw, you know, a year ago, I can't make that throw right now. And so I said, you know, I got to get my act together. Uh, I'm going to retire. Uh, uh, forced retirement. Uh, I'm a, I still, you know, all my buddies on the basketball team, football teams, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I still hung around them. Right. Because again, going back, I missed the brotherhood aspect of what sports uh, provided. And so I got into an internship in the financial uh, uh, services industry because they had a top 10 internship. And I was like, listen, uh, I didn't really focus on grades in school because I was at 1%, I was going to make it. And, uh, and so I needed to get something on the resume and uh, ended up doing well because I applied sort of that athlete mindset to the work, right? And so it was the, the written goals. It was, you know, working towards achieve them, uh, achieving them. It was doing the hard work, practice the stuff that I wasn't good at so I could get better at it. So it was all the stuff that I had learned in athletics. I just transitioned to the workplace and I probably wasn't the smartest guy in the internship and I wasn't the most connected guy in the internship, but I did the best out of that internship class and, um, and said, you know, I could probably do this. Like I like, I'm helping people. I'm, I'm out and about, uh, I'm not sitting behind a desk. 
and um, and and I loved it. And so I did that for three years uh, in in Milwaukee. And then in 2003, I said I can't do the weather anymore, and uh, I, I moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina. And so I started. I didn't know anybody. And so again, that that um, the mentality of the athlete just kind of came came back, right? I created the environment that I could thrive in, and um, and I just went to work every day and and ended up building a um, a pretty good size business uh, with you know teams. So we've got teams. Uh, we work with people all over the United States. Um, Zoom has been you know we were doing Zoom before it was you know cool uh, before 2020 made it cool. And, uh, but I've got teams in Virginia, Tennessee, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. And, um, and so, and it's all ex-athletes that we bring on. And it's, and it's not always because they're the smartest. It's because I know how to work with them. And I know that they've done and are able to do, you know, the hard work and the practice and, and, and that sort of thing. And so we built this, you know, very, very uh, successful business. and. Um, and it's all, I, I mean, it's really all because of what I learned growing up as an athlete and, and just applying those skills. And so then when I met this basketball player, I was, you know, it, it, you know, the, the bigger you, your firm gets, the kind of more detached you get from some of the day-to-day stuff that you really love doing. And, um, and I saw this kid and I was like, man, this is just a huge opportunity. I mean, if this kid at this, you know, uh, you know major universe, division one, basketball player at this major university isn't getting this then nobody's getting this and 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 it's not just him and basketball it's it's all the way down to the lacrosse or swimming it's it's all these athletes that when I started doing some homework I was seeing that you know athletes and ex collegiate athletes are some of you know they're they're in the c-suites they're the ceos they're the cfos they're the ones that advance really quick and, and there was just this huge opportunity to help these, uh, these kids before um, they, they, you know, they got into the workforce and, and made mistakes and that sort of thing. And so really the end goal of it is what we're trying to do. And, and I, had, I mean, I'll tell this to everyone. So this is our secret and everyone who watches this secret. Uh, I really want to get some, some of these camps set up where we can get, um, you know, professionals from you know the area whether they're doctors uh dentists you know just working professional plumbers whatever it is to come in with these athletes where we can we can not just uh show these guys and teach these guys the right mentality teach them finance but also teach them like all these skills you're building you could you could do this right like you could be a doctor you could be a dentist and all you have to do is have that dream and then put a plan in action. And why can't it be? you? And so, uh, you know, because I think a lot of these guys, when we do these seminars and we do a lot, we're, we're doing a lot over zoom when we're allowed to travel, hopefully we're back on, on campus teaching this to, um, uh, you know, to, to athletes. But uh, a lot of times they think if it, if it doesn't work in athletics, then I got to go home and figure it out. And, um, and there's no opportunity past athletics. And that's just not the case with these. I mean, these kids are some of the most talented, sharpest, most hardworking uh, um, individuals I've ever met. Um, and they just need to know what the opportunities are for them. 
that's awesome stuff, Ryan. I really believe in what you're doing. I hope everyone takes this serious and people get a copy of your book. Do you have um, a cover or anything that we could share? Maybe a screen share? Yeah, I've got a, I do have that. Hold on. Let me find it here. I just went to your LinkedIn. I found the- uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's all the, over my LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. You see, is that, there you we see go. That? Perfect. That's it right there. There we go. Foundation for financial excellence. So important. So important. I, I seriously think all, all teams, I know all teams need to take advantage of this because kids are struggling. And, you know, again, if, if the economy is difficult, economy is bad, well, you need people to have knowledge about how to manage money and you got to know the basics. I hope that my boys, when they go to college, they're going to a college that's capitalizing on your program. Either way, we got to get the book. I mean, that's kind of a done deal, but uh, great, great stuff, right? How do we send more people your way? Uh, LinkedIn, um, website, uh, uh, Cam Planning, Carolina Asset Management is the firm name, camplanning.com. Uh, LinkedIn's really the easiest way to, uh, to get us because we're, we're on there uh, more so than anything else. So that, that's, the, that's the best way. Ryan, I love it. Thank you very much for all that you do in the, um, the sports world. It was an incredible debt to you with all this great stuff you're providing. The, the, the kids need this. The kids need this. And it should be important for every single college coach and even below, really, this should be taken out at the high school level. Um, Absolutely. Really do it right. So I'm all about it. Any way I could help you, just let me know. All right. Thanks, brother. All right. Take care. Yep. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great. Excellent information represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website, zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook. Also, make sure as an individual you sign up for the one on one free trial consultation. That's the one on one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one on one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique or whether it's mindset. One-on-one -on -one is always the best. Thanks for staying with, with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day.